Welcome to Maison Mission. I'm Drake. Thank you so much for being a part of our group's program this week. Maison is a Greek word that means greater. Maison Mission is all about creating greater spaces for people to hear and experience the good news of Jesus. We had such a great Ash Wednesday service this past week. If you missed it, I'd encourage you to check it out online. Something that we want to do during this season of Lent is to rest. We're going to keep our regular program schedule with groups and live, but one thing we want to emphasize during this time is making space to grow closer to God. We've decided to make our auditorium space available during certain times so that way you can come and pray, meditate, and rest. Starting this week through Palm Sunday, on Tuesdays and Thursdays from 10 a.m. to 6 p.m., the building will be open. I hope you can take advantage of this awesome opportunity to move closer to the Lord. Today, we join our pastor, Kevin Brusher, as we kick off a new series called Deep Clean. We keep playing with fire. Welcome to Groups Week. You know, we have groups that are watching us from all over the place, and you might not know that. We want to say hello to our friends in Bluffton, South Carolina at Greater Hope Church. Um, they're just getting started there. Hello, Jamie and Melody and Kathy Joe. Love you guys. And I'm so excited that you're walking with us. Also want to give a shout out to my friends Becky and Eric who watch us from upstate New York, as well as everybody here in Gainesville, Florida. You guys are all sitting together at FCC or in one of our local house churches, and, and we're just glad that you are here with us. Uh, thank you for checking out these spaces and for trying something new. We're starting a new series today called Deep Clean, and this will be a series where we do some spring cleaning in our lives. In the church calendar, we're observing the season of Lent, so some of us might be fasting or refocusing our lives, maybe taking some steps to intentionally center ourselves with God. Um, it seems a perfect time to clean out some spiritual clutter and to make space for God to speak and to move more clearly in our lives and in our church. Um, a lot of us have been through some stuff. Many of us here at Maison, we're here because we've experienced some church trauma. We've seen the ugly underbelly of the church, and, and it's hard for us to go back. I know for us as a leadership here at Maison, we've, we've had to really process through some hard and heavy stuff together because we've all experienced some deep woundings. Why even start a church when the church is the thing that seems to have hurt all of us so much? You know, I talked about this a few weeks ago that, that some of us have scars, um, like the warriors in that Braveheart movie. We come together here to stand with others who have scars. We stand with each other because we know what it's like to get hit with friendly fire. Together, we find healing and we can encourage each other and walk with each other through a process where we can put our pieces back together, dress the wounds and stop the bleeding. I think we've done that, and after a couple years now, many of us are feeling a bit more whole than we were. Um, we've learned how to trust others again. We're working towards better systems and safeguards that protect each other and, and love each other well. But today I want to talk about one of the hardest things 
um, that I've had to figure out in life, and that is overcoming shame. Many of you know my story uh, growing up with ADHD in a time and a place where it wasn't as common as it is now. My earliest memories are of being labeled a troublemaker and a misfit. Even before I was in kindergarten, I, I couldn't ever seem to do the right things or to be enough. I don't talk about it a lot, but I was abused by my second grade teacher. She would hit me in front of the class and tell the other kids not to be like me. By the time I was in third or fourth grade, I, I contemplated suicide because I didn't think that the world wanted me in it. I know that's hard stuff. That's heavy stuff. And I know that the story got better. You know, music and Jesus saved my life. And I'm here to tell you all that it does indeed get better. But I also know that next week I turn 47 years old. And I wish that I could tell you that I don't still struggle with feelings of shame. And that I don't sometimes still get triggered in certain situations. Shame can be debilitating for some people. I wish I could take back the years of my life that were wasted on shame. You know, we're all wired for affirmation. We want to be seen, known, and loved by others for who we are. We want to be our authentic selves and know that we're okay and that everyone is okay with us. I want to reference a story in the Bible. It's at the very beginning in the book of Genesis. It's, the crea it's in the creation story. It's, it, it's in chapter 2. And it says that Adam and his partner were both naked and they felt no shame. I think that's really interesting because it says that when Adam, Eve, and the Lord were all in the garden together, they could be their truest selves. They could be completely open. There was nothing to hide, nothing to be ashamed of. In their created states, God sees them, knows them fully. And God is seen and known fully by them. This is the beautiful creation as it is intended. You are not born broken. Your system default mode is not a state of malfunction. You know, a chapter later, everything goes down. You know, there's a serpent and a fruit. And basically, these first humans, whether literally or allegorically, they violate the rules that God had set in place for them. They eat the fruit from the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. And then we pick up the story in chapter 3, verse 7. It says this, Then the eyes of both of them were open, and they realized they were naked. So they sewed fig leaves together and made coverings for themselves. Then the man and his wife heard the sound of the Lord God as he was walking in the garden in the cool of the day. And they hid from the Lord God amongst the trees of the garden. But the Lord God called to the man, Where are you? He answered, I heard you in the garden, and I was afraid because I was naked, so I hid. And he said, Who told you that you were naked? Have you eaten from the tree that I commanded you not to eat from? Okay, big point here in this, okay? I've said this before, but I need to overemphasize this. Sin doesn't change the way God sees us. It changes the way that we see ourselves and others. In this passage, it says that they ate the fruit and their eyes were opened and that they felt what? Shame. They recognized that they were naked. Had no idea before that point. What's nakedness, right? What's shame? They'd never experienced it. 
How terrifying that must have been for them to feel and experience shame from simply seeing who they were. Then God comes in looking for them and, and they're afraid. They've, they've never been afraid of God before. What are they afraid of the creator, the one who is the very essence of goodness for? Why, why would they be afraid? Then Adam says, we're over here, we're naked. And God says, who told you you were naked? Innocence lost in that moment. You know, as a father of three kids, I think I would have lost my mind. Who told you? Who violated you? Who lied to you? Who said that you were less than the beautiful thing that you are? Shame is the feeling that things are so different now that they can never go back to the way they were. Once you've seen something, you can't go back to unseeing it. You can't put it back in the box. Shame is the feeling that we've screwed things up so bad that we can never be restored. And I want you to know that that is a lie. And that is why shame is so dangerous. There's an incredible researcher and author named Brene Brown. She has a few TED Talks. She's written some books and she has a great podcast. But the focus of her work is all centered around shame. What is it? How it affects us and even shapes the way we look at the world. She explains that deep shame is the result of secrecy, silence, and judgment. You know, we try to hide our shame away or fake it until we make it, but these coping mechanisms only buy us time. I love this quote by Brene Brown. It says this, If we're going to find our way out of shame and back to each other, vulnerability is the path and courage is the light to love ourselves and support each other in the process of becoming real is perhaps the greatest single act of daring greatly. That's what we're doing here at Maison. We're building pathways to healing through authenticity and vulnerability. We bring these groups that we're meeting in tonight together so that we can share our stories and bring things into the light in a safe space. We serve our community because we know that when we get outside of ourselves and actually focus on the needs of others, it brings peace, healing, and wholeness to our own broken lives. You know, the Maison mission is about defeating shame, defeating the lies that have been spoken over us or others. We can do this. Now, I know this is a heavy talk, but I want to let you know that I am so incredibly proud of this church movement. We had an amazing service this past week for Ash Wednesday, and it set the tone for this season that we're in. And I want to challenge you to make space for God to speak to you. The church is going to be open at certain times for you to come and pray and sit with the Lord. I think that's really good. Let God minister to you. Healing is found at the feet of Jesus. I believe that God is building a foundation of healing in us right now. And that something big, some kind of move of the Lord is waiting for us. But we need to heal up, do the deep clean, recenter ourselves in God's way, truth, and life. Don't believe the lies. You are enough. You are beautiful. God is proud of you. Let's pray. 
God, I thank you for Maison Mission. I thank you for this group. I thank you for uh, all the people who are watching this program. God, I pray that right now you would come, that your spirit would speak, and that you would encourage those who are hurting, those who are feeling shameful, those who are living in the secret, in the shadows, and are afraid to come out. God, I pray that you would give us courage, that you would make us brave, that that we would be able to find safe spaces to come out and to be our true authentic selves because you see us as our true authentic selves. You make us our true authentic selves. And God, we want to press into that. We want to be the people you have made us and called us to be. And so God, I pray that that you would help us over these next few minutes, even as we do these discussion questions and as we as we hear each other's stories, Lord, I pray Lord, that we would encourage each other, that we would see each other, know each other. And Lord, that we would step into each other's stories and see the bigger story that you're writing, the bigger thing that you're doing. God, that you are calling us to you to to move the kingdom forward in this world, that people would know you, that they would see your goodness, your kindness, and your love. I pray this in your name. Thank you.